So the most notable one for recurring class class members uh, or listeners will be that infrastructure month is going quite well. And so um, not to turn this back on you, Dumpling, um, but maybe you could talk a little bit about how the the DAO is getting structured and you know, that might be a great way to just get us started off on what's actually going on as, you know, when we talk about what's important in order to chug forward towards having a really awesome 2022 uh, getting organized is step one. Of course. Yeah. Um, so it's been, uh, it's been, things are getting more organized uh, where we had a really nice meeting um, with Hugh today, which um, Austin, maybe if you're here, and if that recording, if you could um, post that recording, maybe in the in the class notes, that was really great. Um, well, so that's as, okay, perfect. So that, as far as the notion, uh, Hugh, Hugh has been helping us kind of architect a really great uh, notion, which is just is going to have really good workflows to keep everyone organized. Um, we also have a lot, a couple of notable uh, people that we brought on board. Um, so like on the um, and I'm sorry, I'm a little bit, a little bit sick today. If you can hear it, my voice. Um, but uh, we brought in uh, Max So, who's going to be helping us with, um, with biz dev type of stuff. And so we had a great meeting with him, uh, and have a good plan for for Q1 uh, as far as as far as biz dev is is concerned. Um, we have, we're working on, of course, the Q1 budget, and so. People are working on their snapshots. That's looking like it's going to be approved. So once that gets approved, we're going to be issuing a bunch of snapshot votes, um, and that will give some clarity as far as uh, the organization of the DAO and who is it, who's going to be in what role and that sort of thing. If you're interested in that too and you want access to the Notion, you can uh, send me a DM, and I'm happy to give you access so you can take a look, and there's an org chart in there and everything. Um, so that's all starting to come along. Um, we have a... Uh, Publius, I'll let you speak to the uh, the curve integration, um, but that's coming along as well. And yeah, so much going on. <laughs> um, so we've been doing working stuff on stuff as far as branding. We've been um, yeah, but there's we have a whole whole new layer of three bounties coming out. We have um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot on, on top of my mind, but if you come also to the meetings on Thursday, we have a stand-up meeting. Um, this Thursday, Leo Fibb is gonna be talking a, uh, a lot about what he's been working on. And then afterwards, we're gonna have a more open format meeting. Um, last week, if you missed that meeting, it was really fun. At the end of it, we uh, looked at uh, MetaBeam, uh, which Bean in turn and Q and Liam, I think, uh, we're all kind of working on that. That was really cool. So a lot of really fun stuff, uh, tons of good energy and uh, just really excited to get Q1 started off on the right foot. So uh, I'm sure I forgot a couple of things, Publius, if you want to chime in and, and also give people a little bit of a breakdown of the, uh, of the curve pool as much as you want to share. Yeah. So uh, happy to do that, but uh, in the spirit of class, uh, maybe we'll start to yield to questions and, uh, given that the curve pool is hot on everyone's mind, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be one of the, the many questions that are asked tonight. So Sounds good. Uh, without further ado, uh, why don't, you know, 
people can, per usual, feel free to raise their hands or, um, you know, we'll get you up here. And anything that's on your mind uh, or you want to understand better about Beanstalk or you're worried about or uh, concerned and think is bad, you know, like, please bring your questions and concerns. And uh, I'm sure it's on other people's mind as well. Also, if you don't want to raise your hand, you can drop it in the discussion board or you can send me a DM. Both of those things work too. So, um, I see there's already something on the discussion board. That was just Austin. Okay. You can also come up on stage like Austin is. Go ahead, Austin. Yeah, I have a question actually. Um, so, I've written that What's Beanstalk article and kind of socialized it around Twitter and the Discord, and I, I dropped it in the share channel for those who are curious. And one of the most common questions I got in response to that were uh, folks asking about the differences between Beanstalk and uh, Terra's UST stablecoin. Uh, given that kind of the meme I associated with uh, my post was this a meme asking if this was a uh, working decentralized algo stablecoin, which is also what Terra, uh, you know, claims to have. So maybe Publius, you could talk a little bit about kind of the core differences that you see and think about between the two. Definitely. So in general, um, while we try not to speak poorly of uh, any protocols, Terra is one in particular that we think it's really fabulous and innovative. Um, and so in general, when you ask, like, if the question is, what are the, what are the working decentralized algorithmic stable coins at the moment? Um, Terra and Bean are probably the only two. Um, obviously the market cap of Terra is much larger, uh, than the market cap of Bean, which bodes well for Beanstalk. Um, if our claim is correct, uh, that things seem to be working. Um, but there are some key differences, um, some of which are clearly, uh, in our opinion, better for Beanstalk and some of which remain to be seen, but, uh, we think are still probably better than, uh, Terra Luna in general. So to speak specifically, um, one of the really neat innovations around Terra and Luna is that they have their own blockchain. And so that comes with some positives and some negatives. Uh, the positives are that, you know, as a proof of stake system, uh, <clears throat> or specifically the miners or the holders of Luna, um, you know, the ownership of the network uh, can get decentralized over time. Uh, and they seem to be relatively decentralized in ownership, which is really awesome. And the, the, the primary drawback of having your own blockchain and your own validators, um, per se is that, uh, at least in juxtaposition to Bean and Beanstalk, where our vision for a cross chain Bean, which isn't quite live yet, is that people will be able to deposit their beans in the silo on any of the chains that are supported by Beanstalk. And therefore there is like a risk-free return uh, if you consider the return in the silo, uh, like the risk-free rate of return of the Beanstalk ecosystem 
there is that protocol native interest available on any of the chains that Beanstalk is supporting native to Beanstalk. Um, whereas in the case of Terra, um, you know, because they have their own blockchain, their native interest opportunity is only on their blockchain. Um, so that would be uh, one place where we think that in the long run, uh, Beanstalk uh, has more, more utility than Terra on an apples to apples basis. Now, from an, you know, and just to further that point, Anchor, uh, which is uh, in, in many ways directly related to their blockchain because it, it has to do with their rewards, um, their, their block rewards, um, ultimately is like that is a, a cool innovation and really neat, um, but is like, it's a an interest bearing uh, account that that Beanstalk in the future could could likely uh, do in a similar capacity, and the credit based nature of Beanstalk would likely mean that even if there was like a stable interest rate product offered by the silo, um, it's it's likely especially given the current size of Terra and the current size of Beanstalk, you know, over the next year or two to be probably more competitive. Um, so there's a lot of exciting opportunities uh, ahead of Beanstalk on the integrations front, and Terra is definitely uh, a leader in the, in the algo-stable space. Um, now, from a model perspective, and this is where things get a little bit more complicated and um, we're, we're less confident speaking uh, affirmatively, uh, you know, is that there's sort of a reverse in the two models of USDT, or excuse me, UST and Luna and beans and stock, where in the case of Terra and Luna, the system backstops the value of uh, or the stable price of UST at a dollar uh, using like Luna as uh, collateral. Now, the reason it's still a major innovation over traditional collateralized models is specifically because Luna is a decentralized asset and can grow as large as people want to speculate on the value of of Terra in the future. Now, the reason, be, well, first off, Beanstalk is different um, in the sense that uh, if you want to just buy stock on the open market once stock is liquid, um, the fact that in general, anyone that buys beans on the open market can buy uh, can deposit their beans in the silo and earn stock. Um, in effect, you can you can earn your when people want to buy stock on the open market, the value is transferred to the bean market cap because of the arbitrage opportunity where if the stock price 
is too high, people will buy beans um, and deposit them and sell the stock on the open market. Whereas in the case of Luna and Terra, people buying Luna to speculate on the future growth of Terra does not directly translate to the growth of Terra. And so, like, people can decide whether that's better or worse, but where we would make the argument that in the long run that is better is that the value of Terra, which again is the collateral backing and the stability of Terra, so the value of Luna, excuse me, um, is speculative in nature. And in the instance where people are very down on the growth of Terra in the future, and uh, there's a, an, a supply shock in Terra that causes you know, the protocol uh, rules-based arbitrage to cause um, an increase in the Luna supply um, to keep the Terra price at a dollar, and that is combined with a major outflow in demand for Luna, that could cause ultimately like a fatal run on the bank of the system, which we're not necessarily saying is likely. Uh, Terra and Luna seem to be very robust, um, but we're talking about in a black swan scenario, comparing it to Beanstalk, whereas in the case of Beanstalk, the credit-based nature and the fact that there is no collateral that can ultimately uh, you know, go to zero per se, uh, means that in the long run, Beanstalk uh, is potentially more resilient um, to attack and to uh, runs on the bank, or in this case, the silo. And so uh, while UST has gotten around the collateral restriction uh, in a very innovative way, and we think they're awesome, um, we do think that as, you know, for the reasons we've described, uh, you know, Beanstalk is ultimately uh, going to offer higher utility uh, to to stablecoin users on various blockchains in in the near future. Okay, and I do want to let other folks ask questions, but I just have one clarifying question. And so, the reason that you would you would think that Bean is more resilient to a bank run scenario is that at a high level, like given enough crosses of the peg or or what have you, that people would be confident and thus like so and buy beans when it's below a dollar? Is that how you think about it? Well, the, the proof is sort of in the pudding when it comes to how Beanstalk handles major runs on the bank. And the evidence is that even if there is long periods of time, weeks where the clearance is below a dollar, ultimately Beanstalk does have the ability to return the price to the peg. And Candidly, and again, this is more of an opinion, but when you consider what you want to be the, the primitive of decentralized finance, um, we think that as a trade-off, it is much better to have a system that makes a liveness trade-off um, in exchange for basically always, like in a zombie sense, always coming back to life. Um, then you know, Terra, because of its protocol, like protocol-based arbitrage that keeps it at a dollar, 
um, you know, is, is more likely to be live all the time as opposed to beanstalk, which can have periods where the price of a bean is below or above a dollar. Uh, you know, in the long run, it's probably much healthier for, for a financial system to be built on a system like beanstalk that is, you know, bend, don't break, than like never bend, but like might break at some point. Makes sense. Appreciate the answer. Okay. Um, we have a question on the discussion board. This comes from Poussance. Uh, new here, and my primary concern is the peg of bean. Previously participated in iron, which was at peg on both Binance and on Polygon until it suddenly wasn't due to an exploitation of its design flaw, followed by a bank run. Question number one. Is there a mechanic that prevents bank runs? Question number two. Does Bean continuously rely on new investments to maintain PEG? Or if new investments stop today, could it still maintain its PEG? So, not too familiar with the specifics around the failure of iron finance. So it's hard to speak specifically on that. Um, but with regards to how Beanstalk prevents a run on the bank. Now, in a metaphorical sense, the silo is the closest uh, thing to the bank of the Beanstalk ecosystem, in the sense that people deposit assets into the silo and they can withdraw assets from the silo. And the run on the bank scenario is not really prevented as much as it is discouraged. And what we mean by that is um, anyone who is operating efficiently or even close to efficiently uh, is unlikely to participate in a run on the bank. And that is because of a variety of rules that Beanstalk has designed that again, doesn't prevent runs on the bank like what happened in early September when there was a huge pump and dump, like people are gonna do what they're gonna do. But anyone that did not dump uh, during that pump and dump, um, or at least dump during when the price was below a dollar, uh, ultimately, uh, you know, was not only made whole, but made a Hey folks, unfortunately our recording software is a little bit buggy this time and uh, cut at the 20 minute mark without me realizing it. But you'll still be able to check out the rest of the questions and answers uh, in the notes, which you can see linked in the Spotify description. See you on the Discord.